there. Have you ever come across an individual that you're like, you are so stupid that you don't even realize that you're stupid? That is the Dunning-Kruger effect. In part, it's actually the part that most people realize and recognize and know about. But there's actually a second part to the Dunning-Kruger effect as well, which is people who are experts in things don't realize how much of an expert in things they are and underestimate their own value, worth and ability to be able to talk about what it is that they're experts in. Let's have a quick look today at how the Dunning-Kruger effect comes into play when you're dealing specifically with information online, as well as how you interact with media and how people feel they know about the media when in reality, they don't know as much as they think they do. When it comes to Dunning-Kruger, there's actually two main ways that it sort of manifests itself. The first is an overconfidence in your skills or knowledge around a particular topic or area that you're looking into. And we see this all the time in things like toxic cultures around workplace, um, online comment section in social media, uh, and opinion pieces in mainstream media. That comes into play really quite often. But then the other part of this is not admitting when you make a mistake because people are proud, they don't want to do that, they don't want to admit that they didn't know something, which is part of the reason why this is a cognitive bias issue. You don't want to admit that you're wrong, you can't admit that you're wrong, or you can't see that you were wrong, so you can't take responsibility for something that you might have done wrong by overestimating your ability or your knowledge base around something. Doesn't this sound incredibly complicated? Let me give you an example, which is fairly recent around cognitive biases and not wanting to make an admission that they've done something wrong. This is the Twitter feed of right-wing journalist and platform founder and host Sean Plunkett. Now, over the last couple of days, he's been pretty on brand with his content, but he also tweeted out photos inferring that journalist David Farrier was for some reason in front of the family courts over some sort of family court protection order, which is not true or accurate. In fact, David Farrier has a documentaries movie coming out about a particular individual who's known to manipulate media and try and get information across to discredit people, including Farrier himself in the past. So Sean Plunkett tweeting this information out and then deleting it without acknowledging that he did something wrong, because he couldn't do that, is a great example of the Dunning-Kruger effect in action. If you're sitting there going, well, you know, that's just one media personality who's known for stirring shit, what does it matter? The Dunning-Kruger effect actually takes place a lot more seditiously than you realize when you look at how things like opinion columns work and are presented within media itself. In 2018, research done by Yale University showed that op-eds have a significant ability to change people's opinions on a topic or an issue or information at hand, because what it uses is a type of logic to be able to see how people's workings go through to get you to a result that they've come to. But if they're not qualified on what it is that they're saying, or if they've got a really bad take and they still have a logical progression, it's much easier for those people who are suffering from Dunning-Kruger to be able to manipulate the outcome and trick people into thinking that things are far worse than they actually are, or they just come across as a fucking idiot.
These days, all mainstream media includes an element of opinion pieces within their content. Some places make sure that you're aware of it when you go on and go looking for it. Other places have it buried within their content, so it's very hard to differentiate between what's news and what's opinion. But in this country, we also have one really good example of the Dunning-Kruger effect in terms of a media personality who knows everything and doesn't realise that, from a technical perspective, he probably doesn't know as much as he thinks he does particular well-known New Zealand media personality actually dropped out of school at the age of 16, never finishing a formal schooling of any sort. He went straight into work in broadcasting, and he's worked in broadcasting pretty much ever since. These days you'll hear him talking about everything the government is doing wrong, because in his own words, he's more right-wing than Roger Douglas. That's right, it's Mike Hosking. Mike never finished his education, and it doesn't mean he hasn't picked things up along the way in his role in media, but it doesn't make him a qualified expert in anything outside of working within the media. And it's the same for a number of people who'd write opinion pieces. Hell, I know I'm guilty of it myself from when I wrote opinion pieces, I'd have to do the research to try and know what I was talking about. And you still get people who argue constantly about opinions. And these days, when opinion is presented as news or presented by news, it blurs the lines a lot, which means that the Dunning-Kruger effect kind of has a bleed through to other people. And you see that a lot in comment sections from people who take the word as gospel, who believe everything that they're told, and who, when they do their own research, end up with confirmation bias instead of getting proper research because they don't like to admit that they might be wrong. That's how Dunning-Kruger can affect the way that we interpret media that we have to deal with. And when things are presented as fact, when they're actually opinion, it really muddies the water a lot, when those people who are writing the opinion pieces might not necessarily be the experts that we think they are just because of the way that they're presented. (laughs) 